Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It is still fall. I mean, it's not even Halloween yet. But for the first time this season, snow flurries appeared in Metro Detroit forecasts today. So what kind of winter can we expect? This is the one where we talk about being blustery winds, snow showers, walls, brutally cold. You're building on this winter. We talk about it being possibly minus 20 to minus 30 degrees. And maybe it won't be so bad. But then again, maybe it'll be worse. Who knows? This is Michigan after all. This is the Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Just yesterday, we did an episode about buying Halloween decorations and costumes. So turning around the next day and doing an episode that asks what kind of winter we're likely to get here in Michigan seems a bit extreme. I agree. But I don't control the weather. Here's what I heard when I flipped on WWJ News Radio 950 this morning. Well, one good thing about this weather forecast is the vast improvement once we get to the end of the week and the weekend. It's going to be a major flip around after being so wintry here to start with this upper level and stacked low that's going to continue to spin over us, creating shower opportunities, mainly rain, some snowflakes mixing in for us here in Metro Detroit. More chances of snow showers farther north you go. Mid-40s this afternoon, upper 30s tonight, mid-upper 40s with more showers tomorrow. And then Thursday, still pretty chilly, near 50. That is WWJ AccuWeather meteorologist Dean DeVore. And yeah, snow. You heard that right. Though I did cut out the good news. Low 70s and sunshine this weekend. That's true at least for we residents of the Lower Peninsula. For those on the northern end of the Mackinac Bridge in the UP, well, they aren't so lucky. You guys were expecting a wallop. Did you get it? For the most part, yes. The snow overnight the previous night was primarily focused in the western UP, so around Ironwood up to near Bergland. Those areas received about 12 inches of snow by midday yesterday. And then the heavy snow shifted a little bit further east during the day yesterday and overnight last night. And the highest report that we have from the Marquette County area is six and a half inches, but that was all the way yesterday afternoon at 145. And it's been snowing there just ever since. Here at the office in Nagani Township, as of about Three hours ago, we had observed 10 inches of snowfall, and the snow depth was 7 inches. And it's been continuing to snow since that observation, so I expect there's at least another inch or two out there right now. Those voices belong to my colleague, WWJ reporter Beth Fisher, and National Weather Service meteorologist Evan Cutta, who is stationed in the Upper Peninsula. What can we expect in the Midwest to this coming winter season? Well, we can take a look into the future with Peter Geiger, He's the editor of the Farmer's Almanac. Unreasonably cold and snowy is what I'm looking at for our regions. Can you walk me through what unreasonably cold and snowy means? 
We talk about some snow, I think, the latter part of November. Talk about, you know, light snow, early December. But, you know, January is the month you really want to look at. This is the one where we talk about the 4th to the 7th of January being blustery winds and snow showers. Then 8th to the 11th, snow showers, walls, snow showers, and across the lower Great Lakes, the 12th to the 15th. Brutally cold, the 20th to 23rd of January. So you're building on this winter, which I think January gets the jackpot. We talk about it being possibly minus 20 to minus 30 degrees. Now, we're doing it two years in advance, so maybe it'll be minus 10 degrees. But the point is that it'll be brutally cold. You have to use some descriptors as opposed to, I think, scientific words here. We talk about a big storm the middle of February. I'll be honest, I thought the Farmer's Almanac in 2022 would be outdated. Something that had outlived its usefulness. I mean, the book has been published for over 200 years, according to Peter. How does this work? I'm looking at this winter outlook, and there's a fall outlook that I've got next to me, too. How do you guys do this? First of all, it's done two years in advance. But to understand it, you have to go back to 1818, when David Young, our first almanac editor, who published like five different almanacs, but this particular one was for farmers. And he was an astronomer, mathematician, and he was an almanac editor, but he thought it was important to predict weather for the farmers. So he put together a mathematical formula that is applied to sunspot activity, planet position, and the moon, and that's how he did the weather. So when he died in the 1850s, somebody came along and took over what he had, and they continued it. So in the 206 years that the Farmer's Almanac has been in existence, we've had only seven prognosticators using the mathematical formula, adjusting it somewhat, because back then it was for New Jersey, and then all of a sudden we're doing it for the entire United States. What I find to be the most wild is that weather can be predicted that far in advance with any kind of accuracy, and somehow math is the answer? (laughs) Okay. But yeah, that's exactly what's going on here. We do it in the big regions of the country, so zones, and we do it in two and three day increments. So I might call for a hurricane and hit two or three days later or something like that, and I'll take credit for it. But it's essentially, um, we go out on the limb, so to speak. We make our fall, winter, spring, and summer predictions. But then when you're in the book, The Farmer's Almanac itself, or online, which is farmersalmanac.com, you can follow along and see what we're saying, what the weather will be for this month, next month. And you know, if you get married next July, August, September, you can go to the Farmer's Almanac and see what we're calling for for that particular date. You said that you called for rain today. Did you call for rain today two years ago? Is that what that means? Yeah, essentially, it's done two years in advance. We're probably put in print about a year in advance, but we need it two years in advance, and that's about as far out as we can go with any kind of accuracy, I think. So that's basically what we do and how we do it. By the way, Peter said it would rain today. It's been raining all day. Take that for whatever it's worth to you. I did have to wonder about climate change. This episode is not about that, but if the formula used is over 200 years old, how would it hold up against climate change? Peter told me that there's a bit of nuance to it. You know, look back 50 years or 100 years or even 300 years. You know, look back way back and find out how did climate change. And I think there's some things that we do to harm ourselves and there's some things that we can do to help ourselves. That's in the book because some things are so overwhelming. Climate change is so overwhelming. What the heck can I do about it? So we give people advice on what you can do. But in terms of my weather formula, I don't know how carbon would factor into my weather forecast. And you're going to have some winters that are just bitter cold. I mean, global warming and climate change doesn't mean that everything is warm all the time. So you're going to have some winters that are very cold. You're going to have some winters that are mild. And we go out two years, and that's about as good as I can. Concerns of the climate change, what do you do about it? And that's what we talk about online and in, in the book. 
I haven't scoped out the farmer's almanac in quite some time. Peter says it's more than just for weather forecasting. It's also about how to handle the result of those forecasts. We help you survive, whether it's inflation, whether it's the cold, the winter. That's all in the book, and it's on the website. You know, if it's going to be unreasonably cold and snowy, how can we help ourselves? We have some stories on, on how to use natural ice melt. Instead of having to buy a lot of chemicals to melt snow, you can do everything from using baking soda, use a mixture of half vinegar, half water, put it in a spray can. And so when you're out in the morning and you got to defrost your windshield, you just spray the vinegar on it, and that de-ices it. For icy conditions, and I think there'll be plenty of icy conditions in December, you can use cat litter, bird seed, wood ash, those types of things to melt the ice and not have to, again, buy all of these things. So the almanac is, is sort of anything you want, whether it's hurricane safety or thunderstorm safety, anything you want, and it will come up with stories and videos as well that help guide people through what can be a tough time. By the time I recorded this podcast, I hadn't seen any snowflakes in Metro Detroit. That doesn't mean they didn't happen. I just didn't bear witness. But remember, if snow's not your thing, it could be worse. Now, with this much snow in mid-October, is it setting any kind of records? We set a record here at the office. The previous record was, I believe, 1.6 inches, and that was set two years ago. And the snowfall that we observed during the calendar day yesterday was 9.1 inches. So we blew that record away. (laughs) But it's not unusual to get snow in early to mid-October up there, just not this much. That's correct. We normally observe snowfall multiple times during October. You just get huge amounts of snow in the winter overall. I know that. So that's crazy, right? Yep. Here at the office, we typically observe just over 200 inches in an average year. Because the farmer's almanac can, for lack of a better term, predict the future, there was only one more question I had for Peter. Will we get a white Christmas? Yes, I think so. It's a little iffy because I think it's warm right after the 20th to 23rd snow and then the 24th to 27th turning mild. So before Christmas, snow across the Midwest points east and fair and very cold. And then we say turning mild or so. It's going to be a flip-flop week for Christmas. How's that? You'll get your chance for your winter Christmas photos, but they may not be on Christmas Day. There you go. Got it. <laughs> what kind of winter are we going to have? Well, the folks at the Farmer's Almanac say it's going to be colder and more snowy than usual. But I'll make my own prediction. Y'all will complain about the weather regardless. Thank you to my colleague Beth Fisher for her conversation with National Weather Service meteorologist Evan Cutta and to Peter Geiger for chatting with me. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J? We want to hear them. Send us an email to dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is the Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.